0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: The shocking investigation into the world of cheerleading. 180 coaches and choreographers charged with sexual misconduct.
2: High
3: school cheer coaches who were convicted of misconduct with a student.
1: Then,
4: triplets near disaster. The dresser that fell on top of them. I didn't think it would ever tip. And... The backyard barbecue that hit 10 family members with COVID-19. We thought it was safe. Now dad is fighting for his life.
1: Then, the crazy new crime wave. Stealing used cooking oil. Restaurant after restaurant. Targeted.
0: The hoses in the container.
1: The liquid gold in all those tanks. It's used grease. He's stealing grease. And... These boots are made for controversy. Kamala Harris versus First Lady Melania over their boots. And identical twins married to identical twins. Now they're both pregnant.
3: We finally got our miracle. We
2: sure did. Plus. Hi, Brad.
1: Inside Jen and Brad's flirty reunion.
2: I think you're so sexy.
1: Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norval.
2: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. On the heels of the arrest of the breakout star from Netflix's Cheer on Child Pornography Charges comes a shocking investigation into the world of cheerleading. USA Today has discovered nearly 180 individuals affiliated with cheerleading who have faced sexual misconduct charges involving minors. Emma Cagliano has more.
3: The cheerleading world is being rocked today by allegations that an astonishing 180 coaches, choreographers, and others affiliated with cheerleading were charged with sexual misconduct. A USA Today investigation reports 74 of the 180 people are registered sex offenders. USA Today reporters Marissa Kwiatkowski and Tricia Nadalny broke the story. They range from high school cheer coaches who were convicted of misconduct with a student student or with someone on their high school cheer team, all the way through coaches who worked at the competitive level. This coach from Ohio, Michelle Robinson, served four years in prison for sexual battery on a 17-year-old boy in 2005. She was confronted by the USA Today reporter. Hi, uh, looking for the owner
2: of the gym. Is that? That's me. Are you Michelle Robinson? Yes. You're the person we'll probably be mentioning by name. Just because your background, so I'd love a chance to just make of my sure you. Background, because what I did, you mean? She told us that there were no secrets in her gym, and that she was very open with families about her criminal history. My sister um, is actually the registered owner. Uh, with USASF, which we share a lot of it anyway, so no big deal. I just wanted a second chance.
3: None of the sex offenders were banned by the sports governing body, U.S. All-Star Federation, which said in a statement, we hold our members accountable for providing the standard of care that our athletes deserve. Robinson and some other offenders have been banned by the sports other governing body, USA Cheer, which said it takes sexual misconduct allegations very seriously, providing a safe environment for kids to treat train and compete is our highest priority. (laughs) Meanwhile, the cheerleading world is reacting to the arrest of 21-year-old Jerry Harris, the breakout star of the Netflix hit show, Cheer, on child pornography charges. (laughs) His high-energy personality has made him a media sensation. (laughs) He was tapped by Ellen DeGeneres to work the Oscar red carpet. How does it feel to be the coolest man in the world? The other breakout star of Cheer, Coach Monica Aldama, is currently competing on Dancing with the Stars. She posted, My heart is shattered into a million pieces. Our children must be protected from abuse and exploitation.
2: Jerry Harris denies any wrongdoing. If you would like to read more about the cheerleading investigation, just go to cheer.usatoday.com. Now a terrifying moment caught on a baby monitor camera. Two-year-old triplets sneak out of bed during nap time and knock over the heavy wooden dresser. The family speaking with Les Trent about how lucky they are this did not end in disaster.
5: These mischievous triplets scamper out of bed during nap time. But what's about to happen will shock you. Two of the triplets climb the heavy dresser using the pullout drawers for steps. The next moment, the dresser topples over. They're trapped. The third triplet doesn't seem to know what to do and retreats to the bed. Thankfully, his siblings managed to free themselves. That's when mom Roxanne White comes in.
3: I was in shock. Like, like it actually fell on top of Haven and Spencer. Like, if it was not on video, I never would have known.
5: Look again. Spencer and Haven suffered bruises, but they're going to be fine. Mom knows it could have ended in disaster.
3: I noticed the dresser was down. And I saw the three kids standing, so I was immediately relieved that none of them were under the dresser.
5: Like many parents, Roxanne and Hank never thought such a heavy piece of furniture could be toppled by these little guys. Almost
0: everything in the house is secured, but that one dresser, and this is my bad, I thought that it was fine. It was low profile enough and heavy enough. I didn't think it would ever tip.
5: Every year, more than 13,000 children are injured in the USA by falling furniture. Over the years, Inside Edition has explained how safety brackets like these can save lives by securing furniture and TV sets to the wall. The white triplets, who are two years old and live outside Chicago, seem to have already forgotten about the trauma. Everyone's okay.
2: Yes, just a few bruises. Little
4: bumps and bruises, but they, they got over it.
2: Wow. Family says they're sharing their story so that others will take precautions and not have something like this happen to them. You've heard it before. Even a small family gathering can have devastating results in the age of COVID-19. Ten of 12 people who attended one backyard family barbecue in California have now tested positive for the virus. And while it has been a terrible ordeal, they tell our Jim Murray, it's just a blessing that no one has died.
4: It was a family backyard barbecue that turned into a COVID-19 nightmare.
2: It was a perfect beautiful day. Um, We decided as a family we really needed to see each other. Tina
4: Smith says her family hadn't seen each other in several months when they got together in her sister's backyard near San Bernardino, California for a day of togetherness. No one was showing any symptoms of COVID-19, not even a sniffle. And they say they were outdoors the entire time, although there were a few hugs And social distancing was not practiced.
2: About a week later, um, my husband started feeling sick. The others
4: followed. 10 out of the 12 people at the party were hit. Tina's husband, Randy, got it the worst.
2: He went straight to the hospital. Um, After their evaluation, they put him in the ICU. Um, Later that evening, he was intubated.
4: Randy was in the ICU for two months, it was touch and go. They're like,
2: We just think you need to come in. He's critical. And so what that meant was you need to say goodbye.
4: He lost 45 pounds, but now he's on the road to recovery. We caught up with him in a rehab center where he's learning to walk
3: again. Wear your mask. Use hand sanitizer because, trust
2: me, you don't want this. This is the worst thing I could ever wish on anybody. It's a living nightmare going through this. Meanwhile,
4: 10 friends who attended the Kansas City Chiefs game last week had been ordered to self-quarantine today after one of them tested positive for COVID-19. Just 15,000 fans were allowed into the stadium and the 10 friends in question sat together as a small group. This week, four more teams will allow a limited number of fans into the stadiums. Hopefully, they won't experience this nuttiness. A brawl broke out last night at the Cleveland Browns-Cincinnati Bengals game. Meanwhile, the White House is pushing back against a key pandemic advisor, Olivia Troy, after she made this ad blasting the president.
2: When we were in a task force meeting, the president said, maybe this COVID thing is a good thing. I don't like shaking hands with people. I don't have to shake hands with these disgusting people.
4: The White House is labeling her a disgruntled ex-employee. I have no idea who she is. She doesn't know me. But Dr. Anthony Fauci... She is coming to her defense. I I interacted with Olivia. I liked that she was a good person. She was important to the team.
2: And speaking of politics, is there a political double standard when it comes to footwear? Some say yes, after vice presidential candidate Kamala Harris was praised for wearing Timberland boots when she visited fire ravaged California, while First Lady Melania Trump was criticized for wearing them
6: knew a pair of boots could cause so much controversy. Kamala Harris is being praised for wearing Timberland boots as she assessed the wildfires in California. Kamala Harris may have made Timberland boots cool again, reads this Yahoo News headline. But look at this. When First Lady Melania Trump wore similar boots in 2018, she was ridiculed. Melania Trump gets mocked for wearing Timberland boots while visiting the troops, went this headline also on Yahoo News. Is this the so evidence of a, a double standard and clear media bias? And That's what many on social media floor. are claiming. Harris's outing in those Timberlands is actually landing her in some hot water. She and California Governor Gavin Newsom are being accused of trespassing by the owners of the property. What has me really frustrated right now is the fact that these two politicians used my parents' loss for a photo opportunity, reads a Facebook post by the homeowner's son. These two felt the need to go traipsing around my parents' property without permission. Who knew drive-ins were coming back? Last night, Joe Biden hosted a drive-in town hall on CNN in his hometown of Scranton, PA, a creative approach in the age of COVID. Supporters say Biden showed empathy and did well. But Politico says Biden was given kid gloves treatment. That's a far cry from the battering President Trump got on the ABC town hall of undecided voters on Tuesday. And
2: should pre-existing conditions be removed? No. Please stop and let me finish my question, sir.
6: Biden did get similar treatment from one voter last night.
3: The Green New Deal, which your climate plan embraces.
6: No, it doesn't Uh, Excuse me,
3: uh, if I could finish. I'm sorry. Thank you.
6: Um, Biden's socially distant town hall was a stark contrast from Trump's raucous outdoor rally in Wisconsin. Very few masks as the crowd stood shoulder to shoulder.
4: I just see he's up there tonight getting softball questions from Anderson Cooper. They don't ask me questions like that.
2: Tonight, President Trump and Joe Biden both will be in Minnesota for dueling campaign events. Now the Brad Pitt-Jennifer Aniston reunion that everybody's been talking about. The exes took part in a virtual reading of the 1980s teen comedy Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And it's clear there might still be some chemistry between the former couple. Hi, Brad. You know how cute I always thought you were. It's the flirty reunion
5: between exes Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. And fans can't get enough. Brad and Jen really seem to be enjoying it.
2: I think you're so sexy. Will you come to me?
5: Just look at Brad's face light up. Hollywood's former It couple was role-playing in a star-studded table read of the teen classic Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Jan reenacts the iconic red bathing suit scene played in the movie by Phoebe Cates. Brad's character fantasizes about her.
2: Hi, Brad. You know how cute I always thought you were. Hi, Brad. You know how cute I always thought you were.
5: Brad's character works at a fast-food restaurant and is required to wear a pirate hat just like the movie. And look at the other star-studded A-listers who participated, Julia Roberts, Matthew McConaughey and Sean Penn who played surfer dude Spicoli in the 1982 film.
4: Order the double cheese and sausage. But, here
5: it is. but it was Brad and Jen who stole the show. Watch Julia Roberts flash her famous smile during their steamy scene. And here's something you may have missed. Before the table read started, the exes also shared this very friendly exchange. Hi, Anderson. Hi, Pitt. How you doing?
2: good honey how are you doing i'm
5: all right the pair also made headlines when they shared this sweet moment backstage at the sag awards earlier this year now the twitterverse is going wild again brad pitt and jennifer aniston are single-handedly saving 2020 for me gushed one fan
2: hi brad (laughs) The Table Read raised money for a nonprofit run by Sean Penn. It benefits COVID-19 relief and criminal justice reform.
1: Next, the crazy new crime wave, stealing used cooking oil restaurant after restaurant targeted the hoses in the container the liquid gold in all those tanks it's used grease he's stealing grease and identical twins married to identical twins now they're both pregnant
3: we finally got our miracle we sure did
1: inside edition with deborah norville we'll be right back Joe and Jill Biden, their love story is legend, but before there was Joe, there was this guy. It's going to hurt.
4: Yeah, it's going to break the heart.
1: Next Inside Edition, TV exclusive, Jill Biden's first husband. They fell in love with her. I married her six months later. And the story he tells about how Joe and Jill first met may surprise you.
6: It was a blind date. Point blank. Is that story true?
1: No, not even a little bit. Next Inside Edition...
2: It's the stuff that makes your fried chicken and french fries so tasty, cooking oil. But who knew that grease is actually liquid gold for thieves? It can be resold and recycled for all kinds of uses from pet foods to perfume. Well, the grease police are on the thieves trail and Inside Edition joined them.
3: It's a bizarre crime.
0: The hoses in the container.
3: Thieves stealing of all things. Used cooking oil. Yup, cooking oil, as in grease. Authorities say organized crime rings have made millions pumping used cooking oil out of special grease bins like these located behind most restaurants. Frank Scoggins used to be a cop in Texas. Now he leads a special private industry task force nicknamed the Grease Police. You
1: got about six inches out of here.
3: Inside Edition investigative producer, Charlie McElravey was invited along to see the Grease Police in action.
0: The hose is in the container and he's stealing grease.
3: We picked up the trail of this alleged Grease thief operating outside Chicago in broad daylight.
0: He's prying up the
1: edge. He's putting a hose in it.
3: We tailed him as he made stop after stop to suck up grease.
1: Here he is at another one pumping away.
3: His route took him some 150 miles all the way from Chicago to Holland, Michigan.
1: This looks like this is about the eighth container he's hit
6: today.
3: We were waiting for him when he walked out of this gas station. Excuse me, sir. We're with Inside Edition. Have you been stealing grease all day long? No. No?
0: No. We've been following you in your truck as you've gone behind restaurant after restaurant and are pumping out grease. Sir, are you just a grease pirate going around stealing grease
3: from people? No sir. The grease police called in the real police. They stopped his truck and put him in cuffs. Altogether, Scoggin says he observed the guy suck up nearly 500 gallons of grease. Total
2: value $1,000.
1: He's putting a hose in it.
2: The alleged thief bonded out of jail, but police say he skipped his court arraignment, and now there's an active warrant out for his arrest. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this.
1: Still to come, identical twins married to identical twins. Now they're both pregnant.
3: We finally got our miracle. We sure did.
2: They are twins who do everything together, including marrying other twins and now getting pregnant at the same time. It's a dream come true
3: for these twins. <laughs> we're identical twins and, and we're both pregnant.
2: <laughs> Just as
3: amazing, the twins are married to twins. We finally got our miracle. <laughs> we sure did. Brianna. Hey. They all met at a twins convention in 2018. There was a real like soulmate connection.
0: Wait, you, Wait, you marry me. me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Joshua married Brittany Jeremy married Brianna
0: girls pizza's here.
3: they all moved in together thank you then during the height of the pandemic Brittany got pregnant Brianna was overjoyed and she accompanied her sister for the prenatal checkup at Lewis Gale Medical Center in Salem Virginia but that day she was feeling a little queasy my stomach was hurting that day and I was just not really feeling myself
6: she had all the symptoms that we hear in early pregnancies
3: low and Behold, Brianna was pregnant, too. Brittany is due next month. Brianna is now nine weeks pregnant. Dr. Kevin Walsh.
6: For an OB doc, this is like winning the lottery. It's it's really that rare. This is like a dream
3: come true, listening to both of our babies at the same time.
6: This is a really special situation in that we have four parents, but only two sets of DNA. And what that means is these children are biologically while their cousins are biologically gonna be siblings.
0: If it's girls, we, we would love for, it, for them to look exactly like their beautiful mothers. And,
3: Sweet. And, Sweet. and
0: even if we have boys, we'd like for them to look like
3: their they're, oh, no. <laughs> they're busy planning the nursery with matching cribs, of course. One crib here, one crib there. Well, You guys are gonna be best friends, whoever you are. Best, best friends. <laughs>
2: And yes, we know what you're thinking. No, neither Brittany nor Brianna are expecting twins. When we come back, some teachers sing an important message. Finally today, some teachers from a Minnesota elementary school made a music video to remind their students to wash their hands and wear a mask. The tune, Old Town Road. I'm gonna wear my mask everywhere in school. I'll, I'll be, be safe if I follow this rule. I'm gonna wear my mask. Everywhere in school I'll be. Safe if I follow this rule. I'm gonna wear my mask everywhere in school I'll be. Safe if I follow this rule. (laughs) Yes, you will. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time.
0: Hey Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music download the amazon music app today or you can listen ad-free with wondery plus in apple podcasts before you go tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey survivors back and so is on fire the only official survivor podcast and we have a twist a new co-host the winner of survivor 45 d Valladaris. hi listen to on fire the official survivor podcast wherever you get your podcasts